Breaker Breaker. This is the Breaker Breaker Podcast. I'm happy to announce it is the best show on the internet radio. Let's get into it, boys and girls. And today we are talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger in South Africa again. South Africa. Why does this keep happening, guys? You guys are on my radar. I love you. <laughs> also, a little nifty fun fact at the end of the show and an F 16 airplane lands, or should I say crash lands, or actually just crashes. It just crashes. All right, let's get into it, guys. All right, guys, we'll start with uh, good old Arnie. Good old Arnold Schwarzenegger is in the news. He used to be in the news quite a bit because back in the day, Back in the day when I was a youngster, he was actually the governor, uh, the governor of the state that I live in, California, the Terminator. Well, they kept calling him the governator. Um, I don't know how much governing he really did or terminating he did. Mm, taxes are always still high in our state. So, but this isn't one of those shows. This is just about Arnold getting beat up in South Africa. Or an attempt to get beat up. Somebody attempted to beat him up, but it didn't really pan out for the assailant. So here's the deal. Arnold, if you don't know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is, you must be very, very young and never seen one of his movies. Or you live under a rock. And if that's the case, that's okay. Because now you do not. Because you're listening to this podcast, which is... Sounds like I'm being mean or something, doesn't it? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying. Like, how'd you get this podcast if you live under a rock? Anyway, uh, Arnold has been around the block. The guy is 71 years old, and uh, he's a buff dude. And that's how he got his claim to fame. As you all know, he's a bodybuilder, and he's an old man now. He's 71 years old. Did I say that already? Yeah, he's 71. And the dude is, like, just in phenomenal shape. And what he does Every year, he hosts his own uh, sports, I don't know, bodybuilding event, conglomerate of events, and most of it's weightlifting. So, you know, it's bodybuilding. And the one that he has here in the States has been going on for, I don't know, years, probably like decades. And it's a, called the Arnold Classic, and it's his deal. It's his actual, like, it's his deal. Because he was Mr. Olympia like a bazillion times, uh, the champ. And obviously he was a governor at one point, got into politics. And so he's got some he's got some dough. And he's been making Terminator movies, which there's another Terminator movie coming out now. <laughs> which the show is not sponsored by, but it should be, since we're talking about Arnold. 
And um, so he's moved that whole, the whole thing, he's moved it across the ocean to South Africa. And right now, well, this past like week, he was holding the fourth annual Arnold Classic in South Africa in Johannesburg. And over in Johannesburg, he's doing his thing and he's chit-chatting with all these folks, doing his thing uh, with the kids, actually. And out of nowhere, this little dude comes running across a gym and jumps through the air and does like a jump kick, basically like a Mortal Kombat video game jump kick into Arnold's back. No idea why. Apparently this guy, though, has a record for, I guess, for for doing this type of stuff. Uh, he already, he'd been doing it before, getting into trouble. So this is not like the first time. Uh, basically being disruptive to events of some sort. And that, they didn't really say too much. So if you're in South Africa, Johannesburg, and you catch this, or just in South Africa, and this is like a local news thing to you guys, like feel free to jump in anytime and tell us about this dude. <laughs> Because it's kind of weird. Why did he even do that? It doesn't, I can't, I, I didn't dig deep, deep, deep into who the guy was, but pretty much on our side, the American media side, they just said, oh, well, uh, he's uh, basically Arnold is the one who was like, nah, dude, like I'm just chilling. I thought it was just the crowd jostling me around. In fact, on his Twitter, he's like, do me a favor uh, here. Quote, do me a favor. Instead of sharing the video of the guy who wants to be famous, watch some of our Arnold sports athletes like this young hero proving that fitness is for everyone who deserves to be famous. They're on my Snapchat. And then, of course, he saved the Snapchat video and put it on Twitter. So here, let me see if I can play that thing out loud for you guys real quick. Cue it up. Ludig is in a wheelchair. But as you can see, that doesn't bother him at all. He's a great athlete. <laughs> of course, of course, he got cut off because it's Snapchat, and that's what happens with Snapchat. It's only like a few sec second clips, you know, probably from his story. And so basically, he just said, "Hey, screw this guy. He's trying to get famous for kicking me. Like, really? Like?" And Arnold didn't get hurt, at least not that we know of. He says he's in good condition. Whatever. But you see the video and the first the first clip, the first clip I saw was he was standing there. Now, let me get let me. The reason why I'm putting this out there talking about Arnold is because Arnold's cool, dude. Like if you guys don't know anything about Arnold, like Arnold's lived a long life, 71 years old. The dude is got some experience in some weird stuff. Um, we can go on to a lot of things about Arnold. <laughs> 71 years of yeah uh here's one story uh actually picked up his book total recall so he, when he was young he joined the austrian army and he was a tank driver so being young and dumb he gets in a tank and goes hey i'm gonna race you to another one of the tankers tank tank drivers so he's racing 
down the field, just, you know, taking off. And all these dudes are yelling at him like, hey, stop, stop. And he's like, no, why? I'm, I'm winning. You know, I'm winning. And they're like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. And he's, no, I'm winning. So, you know, and he's whatever Austrian accent. Come to find out <laughs> the, the, the guys that were on his squad were all having lunch on top of the tank. <laughs> and they all fell off. And they're like, God damn it. What are you doing? <laughs> and so that happened. So not only that happened, he actually, I think he got caught. He got caught. And they made him do this exercise where they made him climb in the mud underneath the the tank go up through the little hole that's underneath like a like a little trap door go up go inside come up the top and do it over and over and over and over and over and over till like i think the sun came down and then like throughout the night and that was his punishment i'm sure it was you know it was probably complemented with something else like mm, i don't know cleaning or whatever but yeah that's his one of his weirdest sto- one of one of his weird stories uh, i think he crashed a tank at one point he used to bring his dumbbells to his tank and like put them inside on the side so he'd have like a bunch of dumbbells in there and he'd be work and he he's like kid he was like 18 19 years old so just weird arnold stuff and then of course you know later down the line the uh comes to the us starts a starts a business does the bodybuilding. He, you know, I think Joe Weider helped him get his visa to come out here. Uh, just a bunch of, bunch of crazy stuff. Lived out here in uh, California, like Santa Monica area. Did like a brick, brick laying business with all his muscle head buddies. And it just goes on and on and on. There's less of things he's done accomplishments and, you know, and of course, governor, <laughs> governor, and of course the Terminator movies. So, there's that, which is coming out. So you can't mess with the Terminator, guys. So that little dude over there at the uh, Arnold Classic, uh, yeah, dude, not gonna happen. So, uh, so good for Mr. Arnold for being 71 and not getting damaged. I guess <laughs> he didn't get damaged. Uh, how many 71 year olds do you know who are in that kind of shape? and traveling and going from country to country and promoting their own brand, still promoting their own brand. Pretty damn good. If you ask me. Uh, so anyway, moving on back to back across the pond, back to my neck of the woods, California. We had a little incident. Yeah. Let's get into that incident real quick. Maybe we can shed some light into, uh, the military since you know this is this will be released for memorial day well not memorial day but memorial day weekend per se so um since we're talking military now for international folks uh memorial day is a u.s led holiday let me uh let's see here let's explain what it is here memorial day uh, let's see. What would be a good definition? Uh, let's see here. Uh, good definition. Memorial Day is an American holiday, obviously, 
observed on the last Monday of May, honoring the men and women who died while serving in the U.S. military. So uh, that would be May 27th. So I guess it originally was known as Decoration Day, you know, following the Civil War. And they changed it to Memorial Day. So normally, most Americans have Memorial Day uh, off. They don't go in. And for the most part, they get paid, which is kind of a nice thing for, for most Americans. You know, you go in and you don't, you get a full day's pay, but you don't work. Um, for some people not. <laughs> I have, apparently I'm one of the people not getting the day off. <laughs> and I'm very sad about that. Uh, usually every year I do, but apparently they're changing something up this year. So, uh, if you want to keep the job, you got to go and you got to, you got to submit, submit to the man, submit to the man. I'm not one to submit to the man, but apparently this year I have to. So keep my mouth shut and let's just keep it going. Anyway, let's move back over to, um, initially not about Memorial day. We'll, we'll get back to Memorial day in a minute here, but let's get back over to that, uh, that current event that just happened like a week and a half ago. So the, I want to say it was, man, what day was it? The 17th? I think it was the 17th? 16th or 17th, somewhere in that range. The, an F-16 fell out of the sky near where I live. Only like, uh, I don't know, 30 miles east, west. Where, where am I? East, north, south, east, west. Yeah, something like that, whatever. East, east of me, about 30 miles east, maybe maybe 40 miles east, uh, over an Air Force base. Now, this F-16, I still have no idea, and they're probably not. It's probably mechanical failure, and this is a NORAD uh, aircraft. Now, this is all open source information. It's not like I'm special or anything. So you can Google this stuff, and you can find out what it is, find out what happened. And this F-16 is flying around on a NORAD mission, which is um, some joint mission to keep our skies safe from terrorism and blah, blah, blah after 9-11. So not that that doesn't have any merit or anything. I'm just saying a lot of stuff happened after 9-11 for the United States. So a lot of... uh, a lot of groups, a lot of organizations or whatever you want to call it, agencies were formed after 9-11. And one of them being this NORAD mission business, uh, which is a, some kind of a joint mission with Canada, which I don't know how, how that really pans out. But it was our jet, and it was flying around, and everybody saw it. It was the middle of the day. It was no secret. Full Full armament package on this F-16 and it's flying over Riverside, California. And for whatever reason, that plane was going down. It was not staying up. And there's dash cam footage of people on this nearby highway. It's called the 215 highway. And you see the jet at the lowest altitude you could possibly, I mean, this is like, like you can, it felt like you can just put your hand out and grab it. That's how low it was. And you see the pilot eject, and then the plane go down. So the plane crashes into a warehouse out there near the Air Force Base. It didn't even make it to the actual, you know, the landing strip or any of the field out there. 
It landed right into a warehouse. And thankfully, nobody got hurt because that was an actual warehouse where people were working. Like, you know, most of these warehouses are 24-hour operations. So they'll have three shifts, you know. And uh, there's actual footage where some guy's walking around and goes, a jet just flew into our into our warehouse and he's filming but you can't really make anything out you know you could just see like a little bit of like rubble but it lands and the the warehouses that we have here are like these huge you know 30 foot you know high ceiling 40 foot high ceiling sometimes even taller uh warehouse buildings and they're stacked with like layers of racks like shelving racks and they're not little racks they're big racks where you can put pallets you know, palletized like uh, what, like five by four foot pallets, somewhere in that range. Standard size pallets, whatever the standard size pallets, something like that. And so this plane flew in and is just crap everywhere, and you can't even tell what's what. So, and and that's well, that's what they were dealing with. And when I say a full armament package, you can look you can look this up. Um, I totally forgot. You know what? I think I have a uh, I have a list here. Of what usually comes on one of these F-16s. Let's see here. Let me bring it up real quick for you, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I got it right here. Mm, it's a. It's got all kinds of facts right here already. It's the contractor is Lockheed Martin Corporation. Uh, let's see. Pratt Whitney thrust wingspan. Okay, yeah. Here you go. This will give you an idea. This is a 32 foot uh, wingspan, 49 feet in length. So like a big rig trailer, just a little under the the size of a big rig trailer. And the height is 16 feet. So that's pretty tall. It's probably well, it's sitting on its wheels. And it's uh, 19,700 pounds without fuel, add fuel. So maximum takeoff weight, weight is 37,500 pounds. So it's pretty heavy. Uh, fuel capacity is uh, 7,000 pounds. So think about it. You got 7,000 pounds of fuel, jet fuel, and it's probably had less than that at that point. But what happens was, what happens is that when the pilot, before he ejects, he basically releases those tanks and burns them out. That way, when it crashes, it doesn't just explode on impact. So I'm sure in war, it actually does, but, you know, they don't get to do that. Uh, payload, 2,000 pound bombs. Two 2,000 pound bombs, uh, two AIM 9s, which is whatever, AIM 9s, and then two AIM 120s and two 2,400 pound external fuel tanks. So there you go. So that's a lot of, a lot of junk. And let's see. Oh, armaments. Here we go. One M61A1, which is a 20, 20 millimeter multi barrel cannon with 500 rounds. External stations can carry up to six air to air missiles. Uh, conventional air-to-air to air-to-surface munitions and electronic countermeasure pods. So, there you go. Uh, looks like they had... Oh, man, that's an expensive plane. $14.6 million. <laughs> It's probably higher than that now because, you know, we're in 2019. And I don't know when, this, when these facts came out. Let's see. Current as of September. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, September what year? Uh, it doesn't tell me. Okay, so anyway, so there you go. So by the time I caught wind of this, I had uh, pretty much 
friends who had to drive down through that that corridor that that highway and by that time it was evening time and it was all shut down everything shut down and the next day the next day there were so many questions being asked by the media and the media was i don't know it it was really weird the way they were asking questions it wasn't even like the next day it was at night and they're asking these questions like why won't you tell us you know what's on that airplane well within like minutes the colonel that was getting the interviews straight up said it's a a norad mission armament package regular package boom there's your answer i googled it i just told you guys easy that's all they had to do but there they were they were getting all crazy why won't you tell us well i just technically just told you you can just look it up it's not it's no secret so and i don't think i don't think that colonel knew off the top of his head either probably didn't want to say oh it's a uh, two two thousand pound bombs and da, 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 da. and he didn't really want to get into it but pretty much if you just google it and that's the problem with some of these reporters they just want the f- answers right then when they ask well what happened to journalism and investigating and doing all those things like why not? Yeah, why not? So long story short, the pilot, he's cool, allegedly. Um, they shut down this freeway for probably like 24 hours or something like that. And then they had to blow up everything that came off that plane, off that jet. They actually built trenches out in the field out there. And they just, and they actually, and they showed it. They actually filmed it. Somebody filmed it. So I don't know if it was a news chopper or what, but they filmed it and blew it up and you just see this poof. And then the dirt just flies up in the air, big old cloud <laughs> cloud of dust. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting to see. It's kind of cool that it, we got, you know, that we got to see all that. You can, you can Google all of this stuff and you can see it all. So very cool. Uh, at first when this happened, my suspicious spidey sense went off like conspiracy guy and i started thinking like oh this doesn't look good <laughs> what's going on <laughs> stuff's flying out of falling out of the sky you know is this a conspiracy is it is it now someone screwed up that's all <laughs> somebody just screwed up and that seems to be like the the the, the motif lately like from my point of view, my life point of view, you know, this is obviously, this is the breaker breaker podcast, but I'm the one who's doing it. And in my life, I'm gonna get a little personal here. I'm starting to see there's a lot of screwing up that's going around (laughs) from, I'm going to go on a rant. Can you feel it? Can you feel the rant? I just came out of a restaurant. Actually, before I sat down to record and do this show, do this episode, I just, I just had lunch and I had lunch at a, a well-established uh, venue where they serve you. You're seated and then they serve you. It's not an expensive place. It's a 24 hour place, a diner per se kind of rhymes with Lenny. And, uh, I was hungry and I didn't, you know, I wanted a burger I hadn't been there in a while. So I went to this place and 
I ordered my food and I was there with, with my kid and we're, we order food. No problem. My kid orders something, uh, some pancakes and I order a burger and some fries and a meal, you know, soda and everything. So we eat and we have a nice lunch and I notice my server never comes back. The waitress gone, <laughs> just gone. Well, she's the F-16 that crashed because she left. She didn't even come back. Didn't tell us anything, nothing. So we're sitting there waiting to get our check so we can leave and pay and leave. And I'm like, dude, this is taking a long time. So I stand up and I go, hey, I'm bouncing. Like, I guess it's free or what? And that just seems to be the going motive on my end. Like, either people are forgetting, they don't want to help. Like, I'm a paying customer on this on this run right here. Like, do you guys not want my money or what's up? What's going on here, guys? So I went over to the counter and said, hey, um, the server left or something? Or what's going on here? Because no refills, no nothing on my drinks, nothing. No, hey, how you doing? Nothing. So, yeah, we were just sitting there. Like, here's your food, bye. Well, it turned out she left for the day, didn't tell us, didn't tell anybody that she had a customer still sitting and eating. And so we paid and, uh, hell, I didn't tip. I was out. And the person who rang me up, she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Come back. I'll, I'll be your server and I'll be the best server. Blah, 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 blah. Talking up a game on her coworker. <laughs> so her coworker is down and she's up. So it seems to be that's the the the, the motive that surrounds me lately is that Nobody wants to do their job correctly. Nobody can do their job correctly. There's not enough experience. And that goes from everywhere from like, I'm not saying I'm like 100% like, woo woo, whoop de doo. I make my mistakes as well. But man, like when people are just like, it's just over the top obvious. <laughs> like, let's just put it this way. If you don't want to do the job, tap out. That's it. Tap out. I know when to say when. And there's times when I go and I'm, I tap out. I'm like, Hey, I'm burnt, tired, you know? And usually I'm a hundred percent and that's how I feel. Like it's almost like a, I don't know, dude, it's like a type A personality mixed in with a little B and C, but 80% of it's the type A where I want to get it done. And I want other people to feel the same way and, you know, think two steps ahead. So me thinking two steps ahead makes me look like a bad guy because I'm trying to push everybody. Hey, you need to go. You need to go. You need to go. Yeah. And that goes in everything in my life. Same thing with the like traffic on the road or, you know, I just, it, this rant is going nowhere. <laughs> Damn it. But anyway, and and let's go back to that that lunch thing. The the person just took off. So, what am I supposed to do? Give him a big old tip? Well, it's customary to tip. Hell no. <laughs> I ain't tipping nobody. She's not even here. She took off. Come on. Okay, rant over, but yeah, if you work 
you work with other people, you got to let them know what's going on. And it seems to be, like I said, the growing motive around me is people are, are not communicating well with each other. And it seems to me that I'm the sucker <laughs> getting unlucky all the time lately. <laughs> oh man. So unlucky. So unlucky. I'm the guy in the middle. I'm like, what the hell? So, so it's cool to come over here and then sit down and be able to talk about it. And I, 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 you know what? My unluckiness is not as unlucky as an F-16 fighter jet pilot. So I think he had worse luck than I did. And there's plenty of worse stuff around in the world. I'm, this is first world problems for me. So happy to have a job and whatnot. So there's many places that do not have the same opportunities that I do or my friends and family or coworkers, they do. So I guess in the end, you need to just be grateful for what you have or what you can have if you just work hard or work smart. That's the key, working smart. You can work hard all day, but if you just work hard at digging ditches, then you just dig ditches. Nothing wrong with digging ditches, but what if you don't want to dig ditches anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I used to do it when I was a kid with my family. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, rant over, rant over guys, give it 110%, 110%. Somebody didn't give it 110% on that F 16 jet. That's why it went down. Just my guess. <laughs> so, oh boy. Anyway, guys, let's get into a fun fact before I leave you guys on that rant. I feel like it was, uh, we were starting to change the whole dynamic of Breaker Breaker, but much needed. So if you're over there on the subway or you're on a, um, in your car driving along, just know you're not the only one who's passing the buck. Okay. <laughs> and you're not the only one who feels like the bat, the buck is being passed around you. So we all in it together. We're all fish in this ocean. So feel, feel good that you're not alone. Because even I'm not alone. And the next podcast you listen to, and it's not mine, it's somebody else, they go through the same stuff. Ups and downs and ups and downs. You know, just like that F-16 jet. <laughs> it went up and then it went down. <laughs> so anyway, let's get into some fun facts. Some fun facts that you could spit out. So if you made it this far into the episode, then you will be prized with a little bit of extra knowledge. I got my book. I got my book out from last episode. And are you guys ready? Are you ready? Okay. Oh, here, here's one. No, 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 no. Oh, this one's a good one. This is a good one. Here's a good fact right here. Fun fact. Are you ready? Okay. Charlie Chaplin once entered and lost a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest. <laughs> so there's a Charlie Chaplin contest, a lookalike contest. Charlie Chaplin entered it and he lost. He failed. He, he failed to make the finals. So what the hell? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like that. I think that's hilarious. It's like, yeah, let's, 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 let's pop open another one. You hear the book? It's a literal book. I'm not joking. Look, it's a real book. Smacking it around. It's a real book. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's see here. Da -da -da -da. 
the Titanic was the first ship to use SOS as a distress signal. False. Ships had been using SOS for the last three years before the, the Titanic's fateful... Oh, uh, the crappy voyage. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. Uh, let me see if I got another one for you. One a zinger. Let me see if I can find a zinger for you guys real quick. If I can find you guys a zinger, I think it'll be well worth your, your listen. This is a weird... Okay. Here's a weird one. I'm going to read this to you guys. Let me get let me get in the uh let me get in the reading chair. Okay, let me let me this is this is gonna be weird. Let me let's move this mic over here. This is this is perfect right here. Ready? Why does it take longer to fly west than east? Is this a thing? I had no idea. Okay, I'm gonna read it, okay? Because <sighs> I've never flown. I've never flown a day in my life. The only time I ever flew was off my bed in a dream, and I thought I was falling in my dream. And then I fell off the bed and I was like, Oh, and I woke up Boo! just like that. Okay. So why does it take longer to fly West than East? All right. Since we're talking about F 16s falling out of the sky and Arnold had to fly to South Africa. So we're, this whole theme is about flying. Okay. If you ever flown, let's, let's just read it. If you've ever flown a long distance, you might have noticed it takes more time to fly from East to West than West to East. What the hell? I've never heard of this. Since there's no real traffic in the sky, apart from the occasional flock of birds, the delay seems inexplicable. It should take the same amount of time to go anywhere, regardless of the direction. But the truth is, the air up there isn't quite as wide open as it seems. What? It's wide open. I don't understand. (laughs) What? This does not make any sense. Okay. Okay. At the high altitude... Required for commercial flights, there's a powerful, persistent horizontal wind known uh, as the jet stream. Okay. Now, okay. Now we're getting into some facts. Due to the differences in temperature and pressure between the equator and the Earth's polar regions, the jet stream flows from west to east in the northern hemisphere. The jet stream is a lot like a current in a river. If you're moving with the current, you'll, of course, go faster. Conversely, working against the current slows you down and makes you work harder to get where you're going. Okay, that makes sense. So I didn't know that. There's a jet stream in the air. Huh. I should have just asked my airline buddy about this, but damn it, I should interview him. So the airlines take advantage of the jet stream, purposely flying within it on eastbound flights to allow planes to reach their destination sooner and with less wear and tear. Some airlines... uh, even offer cheaper fares on the eastbound leg of a journey. Oh, hell. Man, that's pretty dope. So they save they save fuel, money on fuel, and they pass down those savings to you. I would think. <laughs> but those bastards probably don't. Anyway, so but on a westbound flight, a pilot must fly against the jet stream, which obviously means it takes more time. A westerly cross-country flight lasts about a half hour longer than its easterly counterpart huh well there you go guys you want to go east cheaper jet streams wind currents i had no idea plus i never i i think that's probably a no-brainer for some people who actually have flown or something but i didn't know that so and if you didn't know that now you know so 
Guys, this concludes this episode of the Breaker Breaker Podcast. If you like the show, if you like what I'm saying, if you like what I'm doing, leave a review on the iTunes. Come over to the Facebook page. It's going to be called The Breaker Breaker Podcast. Search it. I'm there. Uh, and also, mm, subscribe. Subscribe on whatever platform you're using. Subscribe and catch me up next week. And I should have something ready prepared for you guys for Memorial Day. So, plan on it. And if it doesn't come out, leave me a dirty message over on Facebook. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side.